0: Hey, Teresa, are you ready to dive right in?
1: Well, I get it.
0: It's manners. Schmanners! Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy.
1: And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And
0: you're listening to Schmainer. It's
1: extraordinary etiquette. For
0: ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, my dear. Now, there are probably people out there who are thinking, man, this episode is really early. Those people are wrong.
1: Because <laughs> this episode is really late.
0: This episode is really late. This is last week's episode. <laughs> last week's episode. This week. Get into it. The warp. The time warp. Um, there still will be an episode this week, too. We were traveling last week, and we just weren't able uh, to sit down and record before and now. So um, here we are. So here we are Um, as part of our now semi-official, I would say if we do a fourth one, it's definitely official, but now semi-official summer fun series. Woo! Thank you. Um, We've already, let's see, what did we cover already? We did I, museums mm. and zoos. Okay, yes. And now we are doing...
1: The History of the Bathing Suit.
0: Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Is there, is it interesting? I should it, add, is it is it, interesting. Oh, uh, thank goodness. Okay. So,
1: well, so let's start off as we do, as we are apt to do, as at, we do, do, at the beginning.
0: A very good place to start, or so I'm told.
1: So, in Greco Roman times, we all know when that was
0: old, old, back way back, uh, 1963.
1: The most commonly held belief is that everyone swam in the nude.
0: They did a lot of things in the nude. They were much um, less... Clothed. Worried. (laughs) Well, yes. I was going to say worried about that. They did the Olympics were nude. They they bathed nude. (laughs) Right.
1: But there is evidence that uh, women often exercised in what looks like a two-piece bathing suit it's a uh, kind of an, an a bathing suit bottom type and then a bandage or what looks kind of like the bandeau swimsuit just kind I don't of, know what that is uh, well I mean it's just like kind a band? of the, the strip of gotcha. fabric around the bosoms
0: now this makes a lot of sense if you just think about the etymology which is like bathing you know what I mean like right. bathing suit bathing yeah. like, you know, here's the thing. I think that maybe we talked about this back in our like pub- do we do public pools? Do we do pools since We did do pools. um about like how it evolved from literally like bath like people going to public bathhouses and right. like bathing. Mm-hmm. So naked.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: And there are so many places. I don't know that it's super common here. But there are still many, many places. I know, uh, I think in Japan it's a big thing, and I assume other places as well, where they still have, like, public bathing houses, where you just go and, like, hang out nude in the sauna or in the, like, heated pool. Or Well,
1: there are some traditions where one would wear a loincloth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, or uh, especially men.
0: But I've, I have jumped way ahead. Yes. We were back in Greco-Roman nude times.
1: Yes. Um, When
0: everyone was nude, nude, totally nude.
1: Well, so there really isn't a lot of change between the recordedness of that sort of bathing tradition until like the 17th century. Because in between then, the next really uh, adequate history that we have is during the Middle Ages when... In Europe, people just didn't bathe. Um, And so it was also not encouraged to be naked or to submerge by the Christian faith. So people just didn't.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Um, So then, like I said, next comes the 17th century um, where female bathing is really done in kind of a... (laughs) stiff dressing gown like almost a nightgown with long sleeves and a high collar and all the way down to the floor
0: do you mean like actual like bathtub bathing or like swimming both oh man that sounds cumbersome
1: um well mary antoinette was rumored to bathe in her chemise and bloomers and she just got in fully dressed most people did
0: you know Um, On an episode of the My Brother, My Brother and Me TV show, we thought it would be really, really funny to get into a hot tub wearing our, like, dress shirts and dress clothes that we wore for the rest of the episode. And it was the only time that I've ever been in a big bottle of water, um, like, fully dressed. Normally I get in in a bathing suit. And to be in water in fabric that is not now what we think of as fabric designed to be in water mm-hmm. is immensely uncomfortable it
1: is and difficult
0: it just doesn't hang right it doesn't fit right it clings weird it chafes it's, and you
1: even just had to sit there yeah. Think if you were trying to like do stuff
0: yeah yeah Did they just do this as like a combination bath and laundry
1: i don't know maybe that's that'd be smart
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um so it is. So here's a description by Celia Fiennes in uh, 1687. The ladies go into the bath with garments made of a fine yellow canvas, which is stiff and made large with great sleeves like a parson's gown. The water fills it up so that it is borne off and the shape is not seen.
0: What I love about that phrase is those are two words I would never put together, which is fine and canvas. <laughs> right? Like, I'm no expert, but canvas is pretty dense. It is not what I would think of when I would think of the word fine. Lace, um, some sort of silk, but canvas?
1: Um. So then into the 18th century... Pretty much the same. It was, especially for women, the bathing gown was a loose ankle length, full sleeve chemise type gown, often made of wool or flannel. Ew. Uh, and sometimes with added weights at the hem to keep it from So that it wouldn't float up and explode. Floating up. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not only were you in soaking wet wool. It had like stones tied to it. There was probably a lot of yeah. drownings that happened, right? Where it's like, why don't you bathe? I don't want to die.
1: There are some instances where, uh, at beaches, there would be a kind of rope tethered on shore, and you and the ladies would hold on to the rope while swimming to kind of, you know, keep them from. If from only going there was ascender. an easier
0: solution, but right. what could it be? And we wouldn't figure it out till 2007 when the bikini was invented.
1: <laughs> not not 2007. Um, but I want to I want to say a little something of male bathing at this point. Um, males were often just described as going in in their underwear. There didn't doesn't seem to be, to my knowledge, uh, any kind of male bathing costume until a little later. Uh, just like long underwear.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like underwear like we think of now, no, like Meundays. No. This is mm-hmm. like ankle to wrist yeah. long underpants, right?
1: Yeah, but not like a dress yeah, like the ladies had on. Um, and I've, I think it's important to note that at this time period, it was still fashionable to be very uh, pale. So that's another reason why the garments were so long And so covering, not just for modesty's sake at this time period, but also because it was fashionable not to have a tan. Mm
0: -hmm. People
1: wore their hats and they, you know, wore kind of like long things on their arms and their legs and high neck and all kinds of stuff just to keep from being tan. But they wanted to be in the pool or bath or sea. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So now we get into the 19th century.
0: Yes, I've heard of it.
1: Yes. Um, and this is where the kind of bathing costume starts to get a little less cumbersome. Okay. Um, especially in France, the hems were higher, the sleeves were shorter, and throughout this time period, they began to get, you know, higher and shorter and a little bit more like the bathing costumes we think of today. Still not... Ba-
0: bathing costumes... In history. Right. And not in like history. bathing history. So like when I think of the men's, I think of like kind of a oh what like a singlet is what I'm thinking. What it's is almost
1: the... like a like a a tunic. Yeah. Yeah, and shorts. You you you're picturing kind of like the red stripey bathing suit, right? Oh
0: see, I was picturing kinda, of, you know, like almost like a um tank top. And shorts combo, all one piece.
1: right. Yes, that's that is one. Um also, women's were a little bit more like that, although uh, towards the beginning of the nineteenth century, they often had kind of like puffy sleeves and maybe like a big collar, uh-huh. looking a little bit sailor like. gotcha. If that's what you that's what we kind of envision. Um, and these often had. Like, kind of pantaloons underneath, but it was a little bit of a shorter skirt, so it didn't touch the ground. It was either T length or knee length. Um, but still,
0: like a dress, yeah. basically, like a but swimming this dress. A
1: swimming dress, but this is the kind of swimming costume I picture in, like, uh, from like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang that's mm-hmm. seen on the beach and the, the striped stuff. I mean, that's what I think of when I think of, quote, bathing costume. Yes. So it's at this point. Where this is kind of, uh, it kind of diverges. So it's kind of all been very similar up until now, right? The coverage, the the uh, flannel and, and things like that, only it's just gotten a little smaller.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Enter in, in 1907. The Speedo. No, oh, not, no. not quite. F- okay,
0: well <laughs>
1: uh A woman named Annette Kellerman, who was from Australia, she was an olymp, well, an athlete. There were some uh, Olympics at this point that women participated in, and some that they didn't. Um, and she was an underwater ballerina. but kind of a a sort of synchronized yeah. swimming?
0: Except like solo synchronized swimming.
1: Yeah, a, a little bit.
0: Synchronous swimming.
1: Well, so you would dive in and get pretty far underwater, and
0: you do like aquatic ballet. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Aquatic interpretive dance. Sure. <laughs> I'm having a hard time because I. So two of my favorite shows in this world, in this big blue earth, um, are Drunk History and Mysteries at the Museum. And I have heard about this woman on one of them and can't remember which one it was.
1: It's Drunk History. Okay.
0: They they oft overlap. So I, I think I remember where this is going. But because it is your show and your story, I'll let you tell it.
1: So, Annette Kellerman was actually arrested in Boston. This is the story that they tell on Drunk History, which is a good program, but not for children.
0: No, hey, it's not. I don't know what age it is. 13 and up, maybe? I don't know. Unless your kids are super cool.
1: Oh, come on
0: now. Well, it's not like there's like excessive violence and nudity. There's a lot of swears.
1: But they believe them. Anyway. So, uh, she was arrested for indecent exposure
0: so she was naked.
1: No, uh, her swimsuit showed her arms, her uh, her legs up to mid thigh, and her neck. Um, Scandalous, right? Which is kind of like the costume that men would wear, right? remember you said about like kind of a tank top mm-hmm. and shorts deal. Um, so she uh, she. I don't think that she was indicted. No, she was indicted. She wasn't convicted. Arraigned, I think Ar- is
0: the word you're looking for. Right? What? I don't know. She was not convicted.
1: Convicted of indecent she exposure. Was tried. She was tried, though. Um, Man, and-
0: we are legal
1: experts. <laughs> nope. Do you need legal advice? Do not. Hi,
0: we are macro and macro. You Do not turn to us? Nope. We know it all. Terms Can- like tried, convicted, <laughs> arraigned. I don't know what they mean, but they're definitely legal <laughs> terms. Anyway. Anyways, so you she, can call us. Just look for our bus ads. One eight hundred McElroy Law.
1: I think we're, you're done. The ton Okay. So she changed it a little bit, um, and she moved the suit a little bit. She had it. Uh, she gave it some long arms and some legs, or you know, she kind of a. Uh, Not quite legs, more like tights, right?
0: Yeah, and if I remember correctly, it was fitted, right? Yes, it was
1: still very fitted, which was quite different from suits of the era.
0: Because you're literally talking about, like, if you haven't seen them, go search for it. Because they're very interesting. You look at them and go, how did somebody swim in that? Exactly the problem. But I, whenever I think of the costume she wore before that, before the changeover, it's like a little kid's sailor costume that you would dress them in for Halloween. Right? It's a big and dumb right, before and, this. Yes. Yes. And um, this is more what I think of when I think of, like, Olympic swimmers now what like the you know, with men at least where they wear like they have like kind of short length but hers were a little bit longer, right? Anyways, even it was, with it the was tights, fitted.
1: It was very fitted, uh, which was completely different. Um so it had kind of tights and it was a, a one piece suit at this point. Um and that was pretty much the the talk of the town. Everybody wanted to wear these suits after after she came out with them.
0: And also I, if I remember correctly drunk tri- history and I don't know how truth is that that was like the deal of like okay well we're not gonna arrest you you're not gonna go to prison for indecent exposure but you need to put arms on it (laughs) and that was the deal which is just super cool i love hearing stories where like i don't know maybe there were other people who were also wearing this costume and she's just like the most famous one but i love hearing stories about like and then this person did this thing and everyone just kind of went okay fine so rather than wait for the times to change around them, they changed the times single-handedly. It's pretty great. That's some of my favorite stuff in history.
1: Pretty awesome. So then, um, it starts to in the nineteen tens. Well, before we head on, oh, okay,
0: let us uh, take a break. We'll go hear a word from some other Max Fun shows, and we'll be right back, <laughs> folks. I... Spanners is sponsored this week by Bombus. Um, if you don't know Bombus, B O M B A S, Bombus are some meticulously engineered and some of the most comfortable socks in the world. The owners are very passionate about it. In fact, one of the owners um, bet the other owner that if Bombus, uh, if they sold a million pairs, one of them would get a tattoo on his arm. Um, and they hit their goal in just over two years. So now one of them has that tattoo. I think that that is very cool, um, but as someone who now has let me think one, two, three Max Fun tattoos, <laughs> I think you got some ways to go, Bombus owners. Maybe like a full sleeve, or get a pair of socks tattooed upon one's body. Uh, so I know you're a guy who had that so- once. You did? Oh, yeah, you've talked about that. Yeah. Um, I want to also say uh, one of my favorite. I think the one of the coolest things about Bombus is that Bombas knows that one of, the one of, if not the most requested item at homeless shelters is socks. So for every pair of socks they sell, they donate a pair of socks to people in need. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, so when you're buying socks from Bombas, you're doing something good for your feet, And something good for humanity. So, like, you you can feel just a little bit, even a little bit better than you will feel when you put on these incredibly comfortable socks. Because they are dedicated to making the most comfortable sock ever. There's no annoying toe seam, which we all agree is, is the worst as far as socks are concerned. I mean, there's the worst things in the world, but you know what I mean. Um, no falling down your leg, also terrible, and added arch support. Ooh, it's Yeah, nice. it's everything you want in a sock. So visit bombus.com slash schmanners now. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S and you'll get an additional 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com Slash Schmanners. Bombus slash schmaners.
1: Hey, readers, all of you bookworms, comic geeks, library junkies, literary fiction lovers, bibliophiles, and nerds. Want to get more out of your reading life? Listen to Reading Glasses. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We want to help you read better. Join us every Thursday on Maximum Fun's new podcast while we talk about book culture and solve your reader problems. Reading Glasses will teach you how to vanquish your to-be-read pile, connect with other readers, and get more reading into your busy day. No matter what you read, or how you read it. We'll We'll help help you you do do it it better.
0: better. (laughs) That's cute. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy.
1: Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're
0: the host of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products.
1: We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise.
0: Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile We're the raccoon's in charge around here.
1: So join us on Tuesdays.
0: Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it.
1: No viewing required.
0: But it's it's a good TV show, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so I believe when last we checked, it was 1907 on, it was now, we were moving forward to the 19 something in there. Yes. The 19-teens, 19-teens is what I was trying to say, <laughs> and the letters just didn't fall into place.
1: We're moving on to the 1920s. Um, so The roaring
0: 20s. Everybody was flapping and doing cocaine, I bet. I don't know. No. They might have been. They had it in the Coca-Cola at that point, I think, and everything else. So- they were all drinking laudanum.
1: This is when swimming. Rayon was introduced into swimwear, okay, uh, which also made it a lot lighter, made it a lot easier to swim in, made it a lot better to move in.
0: Does Rayon uh, like evaporate? Does it dry faster or is that not a thing for Rayon? Um,
1: I'm not certain. I'm not I, certain. I, I, was, I bring this up because but it's I- it's kind of stretchy. Less I've stretchy. recently
0: bought a new uh, pair of swim trunks. Mm-hmm. Because I am a dad now and no longer worried about looking cool. So the trunks are very long and very comfortable. And they dry so fast. I don't know what the material is, but they are like, one of the reasons I bought them is because they're like, quick dry fabric. And it is high. This is Travis McElroy for quick dry trunks. They're incredible. So, Rayon. So at
1: this point, Rayon is introduced. And um, burlesque and vaudeville performers are beginning to wear two-piece bathing suits, oh. the ladies. There's okay. even a film in uh, 1929 called Man with a Movie Camera. where nice. Clever. It, yeah. <laughs> Which depicts early two-piece bathing suits.
0: When was Betty... Pa- Betty Page was long after this, right? The 30s. Okay.
1: Um, And then also at this point, the men's fashion also begins to change. So instead of that kind of tank top... Men are beginning to go shirtless.
0: Now, how, and you might not know this question on the top of your head, but how does this correspond to like 1920s undergarments? Is are, are, is it separate um, bra and underwear at this point? Or is that, That's, what I'm asking it's, is, it's did one inspire the other and in which order? You know what I mean? You know,
1: I'm not certain. I'm not certain. We'll have um, to find that out. We could do a
0: whole lingerie episode, too. We
1: could. I do know that the trend of the time was women were uh, being liberated from their corsets. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really only makes sense that the swimwear would also become less restrictive.
0: Yes. That does make sense.
1: All right. We're getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So we're into the 30s and... Um, this is when Hollywood really starts depicting those uh, the smaller suits. So necklines plunged, sleeves disappeared, and the sides sometimes were cut away and tightened. There are some great pictures online of the first suit cutouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still pretty much one piece at this point. Um, and uh, as we move into the 1940s, a lot of the materials they are now making bathing suits out of become rationed.
0: Oh, okay. Which
1: really was was kind of news to me, because at, in the 1940s, when the rationing started taking place, that's when the two-piece bathing suits. Really took
0: off because it was less material. Less material, okay. so
1: midriffs started to be born, right? And I, it wasn't—it wasn't a small suit by today's standards. It was still quite covering, but I really didn't think of the modern two-piece suit until the bikini, yeah. right? That's what I really started to think of it. But when you think about it, it really makes sense that with uh, rationing clothing the suits would get smaller just Makes automatically. Sense. Um, so like this is when the sports illustrated swimsuit issue uh really starts to take off and you know, beauty contests with a bathing suit category.
0: Swimwear.
1: Yeah. Um and a lot of the times these suits had kind of a skirt like appearance to the bottom, kind of like maybe it was shorts with a little fabric as a skirt on top. Um but this is when people started to actually um, get tanner because uh, earlier, like in the mid '30s, Coco Chanel made the tan quite popular. So then, what really happens? Really happens is in the '50s, right? Um, the barkin- bikini at Atoli mm-hmm. is. Uh, is unveiled and it's one of the smallest swimsuits to date that's where the name bikini comes from because it's a named after an island uh oh, okay. where the atom was split and so it made a big like bang around the world and so did this piece of swimwear
0: what was that voice you just did
1: that's my old timey newsy voice well
0: we're like in the 50s now
1: I was saying news reels. Oh, uh,
0: okay. No? okay. You could do like a greaser, like, hey, <laughs> got uh swimsuits over here. Is that no, that's not that's more,
1: that's more mm. John Travolta. <laughs> John Travolta was in Greece, that's uh, what I was doing.
0: Which I, is so a, I guess what you're saying is I nailed it. Which
1: is a seventies version of a fifties
0: well, anyway. I'm a two thousand seventeen version of a fifties. Okay. Anyway. Father's Day, be nice to me. All right. Okay.
1: And Bridget Bardot, she was photographed extensively at Cannes, uh, the film festival in France, and uh, wearing her bikini. And it really just took off like a shot.
0: I see. It it also makes sense. Here's the thing is like every time you say "and a smaller, more comfortable swimsuit was introduced and it became very popular. It's like, yeah, that makes total sense to me because like at the end of the day, you introduce like, hey, here's something that's less restrictive, easier to swim in, and like feels more comfortable. And you're like, hey, now, yeah, that's interesting. Especially considering that we used just do a naked.
1: I suppose, but newer materials are being added. The swimsuit is becoming more elastic. It's uh, becoming more water resistant. Um, it's becoming more streamlined. Lots of uh, new world records are being broken at Olympics and things because, and it is attributed to the new swimsuits.
0: And also because Michael Phelps is half mer person.
1: Well, I mean, we're only to the 1960s and seventies, but.
0: Oh, I thought you were sure. just talking about in general. No, How old I is mean- Michael Phelps?
1: <laughs> so can you tell me the pop culture phenomenon that, Made the bikini a household name.
0: Was it like bikini movies? Beach movies? Mm,
1: sure. But Surfing. I'm thinking of something that was in everybody's home, could be heard in every store, in every car.
0: Rock and roll? The
1: song. Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow really? Polka Dot Bikini. Really? It became a household name. Up until then, it was really kind of a glamour thing that movie stars wore. And uh, it wasn't super, super mainstream. That song, the 1960s. So we
0: are to believe that common people heard the song, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny, Yellow Poké Dog Bikini, and went, hey, now, what's that? What are that? Huh? I gotta Google. No, Google doesn't exist yet. I gotta drive to a store, I guess, and ask about it. Man, people used to be so bored <laughs> before the <laughs> internet. <laughs>
1: I'm not saying that they hadn't heard about bikinis. Okay. I'm saying that the radio playing that song in every home across the Western world turned it into a phenomenon. Made it a common household name. A Got common it. household name. It wasn't some foreign thing, you know? Gotcha. Okay. So I think that as far as that goes... uh Bikinis, tankinis, monokinis, one-piece swimsuits—it's all there. It's all out there now. You can wear thongs. You can wear rash guards. There's even a burkini for those who traditionally wear burkas.
0: Okay, and so when did the speedo come about? Was that just like the sixties and seventies, or, <laughs> or guess it's not as important? Well,
1: the the speedo is performance athletic wear was developed in stages. So in 1948, uh, men were permitted to swim in briefs only at Olympic events, um, so Speedo just probably followed suit within that.
0: Because it's a brand name and not an actual thing. Correct. Okay.
1: Um, at this point, I want to say something about uh, advertisements stating Bikini body Mm -hmm. or Or summer ready beach body, all these things. And here is my statement on this. People deserve to take up space and whatever shape that space takes up is good. So, (laughs) yes, BB. BB agrees. If you want to wear a bikini and you put it on your body, you have a bikini body.
0: That is my kind of go-to thinking about it of like how to – I didn't come up with this. Somebody else did that said like how to get beach body ready. Go to the beach. <laughs> Done.
1: Take your body to the beach. Yeah. There you go.
0: And I mean, and that is also, hey, here's a Schmaner's lesson. And we didn't have questions in this because we were running so far behind. But here's a universal answer. It's never okay to comment on someone's body in a bikini, whether it looks whatever – whether you think you're complimenting them or insulting – don't comment on somebody else's body. It that's ain't a your great body. Idea. They're not wearing it for you.
1: And I always advocate to follow the rules of whatever establishment you may going to be going to with your swimwear and swim attire. That's what I'm going to advocate. Follow the rules of wherever you're going.
0: Perfect. Sounds great. Well, um that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us on this super late episode. We will Try to not be this late again for the next episode. uh, You can go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the other amazing shows there, including a brand new show uh, called Reading Glasses for people who love to read or just wish they had more time to read go check that out. You can go to macroyshows.com and check out all the other shows that we do as long as well as like uh, our YouTube projects, our Twitter accounts, our Facebook groups, our P.O. Box stuff, which, by the way, uh, we don't have the list in front of us, but we've been getting a lot of really wonderful stuff in our P.O. Box, and we are incredibly grateful for that. So if you sent anything, just assume that we got it, and we're super happy, and we're very grateful. Uh, we'll try to post a list somewhere at some point. You know,
1: it being uh, June, it actually is time for me to do that i do that almost every six months so. there
0: you go um let's see what else you can follow us on twitter at schmanners cast um you can join the schmanners facebook group um yeah so i think that's it
1: well uh- as always thank you to brent Brendelfloss black for our theme music and that's available as a ringtone where those can be purchased and also to kayla m wassell thank you for our banner and thumbnail art
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. I almost forgot, but I now have a chance to talk about this uh, since I'm putting this up this evening. Um, Tomorrow, Monday at noon, uh, Monday the 19th at noon, I am going to be doing like a podcasting lecture Q&A session in Columbus at the Ohio Media School, um, which is 5330 East Main Street, Suite 200, whitehall ohio so if you want to come to that noon to one thirty, uh monday the 19th um but i think that's going to do it for us so join us again next week
1: no rsvp required
0: you've been listening to schmanners
1: Manners, schmanners get it